But yeah, I think he got all shy and was like, that guy does. Mm. Dick. That's glorious. <laughs> there you go. That's glorious. So Steve's got a baby on him right now, Tiki. Oh, that's disappointing. <laughs> I mean, for the How baby, old? maybe. How old's uh, the baby? He, he is almost six months. Have you named it? Because if you name him, it's just really difficult to get rid of him. It, it's a little difficult, yeah. <laughs> like, he was, he was kind of adorable, so we were like, I guess we'll keep this one. No. Yes, this is, I got my MBA. This is my Maxwell Aeron. Yeah, yeah. No, it's just, the that's, only way I was, I was getting an MBA. <laughs> you can you can name the child. You just have to name like old banana peel. <laughs> that way you can you can say to your wife, "Hey, I threw the old banana peel in the garbage. No big deal, right?" <laughs> If we have a girl, I wanted to name it Tara, middle name Dactyl. <laughs> she didn't. Kind of. It was you, you had an interesting use of pronouns there, bud. And <laughs> if we ever have a girl, I want to name it Pterodactyl. You're like, wait, if you already know it's a girl, then why do you want to name it <laughs> Pterodactyl? Well, that's a good question, I guess. Holy <laughs> shit! Did you 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 probably didn't know this, but. A, point of trivia there is an, actually a movie called uh, cowgirls versus pterodactyls and it is fuck you slipped it in early it, that is it is an awful you need awful, to take i'm not going to review that one that one was i, I slept through that movie you need to take me to dinner before you terrible. slip <laughs> terrible movie into slip me without it knowing. Like that. i've got dude I've, I've i've gotten uh the other night rachel there was one that keeps on popping up on my on my list for like on like both on shutter and i think i've seen it on, on prime as well it's like popped up and i'm like okay it's like a Christmas one. It's kind of like a, like a crazy like Home Alone, but it's Christmas. And then I watched it, and I was just like so furious, like the entire. Movie. I was like, "Oh my god, I can't believe I got I did this." <laughs> I could have been watching something else terrible. I could have been watching. I could have been watching an Ed Wood movie. Oh, anyway, I was going to talk about that one tonight because I'm just still kind of charged up about how much I hate it. <laughs> Like, I don't feel like I got tricked. Like, it's not like, you know, like Lamageddon where it, like, just kept showing up all the time. And I was like, all right, fine. I'll watch a movie about a space llama killing people. You know what's funny? I just realized something. Tiki, you could literally, literally make money on the internet as, like, a political pundit. Because you're just talking about things that you hate. And you can't <laughs> stop doing it. No, 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 and no, yet, they're, and they're yet, you focused on something like like shitty movies. Well, I mean, everyone's got a hobby, dude. <laughs> I thought um, you were trying to make some weird parallel between like if you talk about the movies you hate, somehow that's political. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was, I was wondering where you're going with that one too. Political pundit, huh? Oh, dude, dude, I don't know where to go with that one. No, yeah, because I, there's there's plenty of stuff that I like. I mean, this week on I have the show, entire, there's a huge slew of movies that I've gone through with, like you know, especially with Rachel, who I've been like. Okay, you've got to watch this movie. You need to watch this movie. You oh, and I have some for you. I, to, at least I want to know if you've watched them. 
Um, one, okay, well, throw it at me. What you got? One I could not make it through. Oh, so it we're was... gonna we're gonna make it through. We're gonna put that in the show. That's oh, gonna right, be well, that's gonna I'll, so I'll get, we'll get so to right it. now we're just doing preamble. All right. So the the standard way that we that we do a recording is the first fifteen to thirty minutes of every recording session is us basically just getting in the mood to talk, and yeah. that involves us uh, just just spitballing, throwing stuff against the wall, that kind of thing. However, for anything that I think is gonna be like decent comedic value during the show i would rather get fresh takes on it than fair enough have anything rehearsed so because of the fact that the two of you have never met and this would be a good place to show some uh this is our safe safe space kind of yeah but like (laughs) to, to show like some some bridge building because you know the audience doesn't know either one of you and they don't know whether you well, have know, any chem- chemistry like, or not. The audience knows me. Sorry, sorry. They don't know they either one of you together. God. Sorry, that's what I meant. They, you, they, the audience doesn't know you. Fuck you both. Oh, they shut it off. They shut it off every time. They're every just time. Like, nah, not that one. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah, I don't dude. like that one. We're going to mute him. Just him, though. Yep. It's just... <laughs> Do you imagine if like, just, like there's somebody forward. out there that's just a fan of Tiki and they muted me and Danny for like all 37 some odd Dude, episodes that we've would be like, you know, it's so all cool about because then I'd have like, I'd have like a stalker, right? But not like, not like a good kind of stalker. That'd be the kind of stalker that like has a bunch of pictures of me with the eyes cut out. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah, that's not the shrine, cool kind of stuff. Look, movies get made about that kind of stock. Okay? I know, but they're they're usually like cop movies and stuff like that, or action movies. You, you know, could meet Mariska Hargitay. <laughs> right. So, like, this is this is it's cool. It's, this, I mean, it's better this than just episode having a, gets turned into. Oh come on, man! Like, what, what, what's the other stalker you're gonna get? Like, some girl, some like, or some middle-aged woman who's just basically gone through menopause and like wants to keep on calling you all the time to, hey, why don't you come over to my place so we can have sex? <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh. She smokes. Like, stop like calling me. Like, day, yeah. She's like, yeah, she's, she's, you know, you know, no matter how many times you block her, she like winds up getting through anywhere, finding a way. Like, you know, you just find like dead rabbits like boiled on your front porch. I'll tell you, man. That's how my mother shows affection. Shut up. I, yeah, it? I feel just that, that like there's a lot of detail for this have, to have not have had happen. <laughs> <laughs> like just speaking from experience, right here. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> Put the disclaimer on there. Of course, this hasn't happened to me. This is all somebody else. <laughs> I mean, I've never done this. I would never do this. To anybody. I would never do this. I, I draw I the line at building a shed. <laughs> Building a, sh- I absolutely draw the line. That is where I have drawn the line is, is at building a shed. Yeah. I haven't used that oh, joke man. in a long time. That felt good. That felt. God, that felt I, have, natural. I still have. I still have people. I, like I was at Fireballs, like uh, for what well, was it, like Fourth of July, and people were asking me about it. About like shed, so, yeah. so what is going on with you and your neighbor anyway? And I was like, nothing, nothing at all. She like, like I have seen her like four or five times now in the last few weeks, and yeah. she doesn't say anything to me. She just like walks by and like doesn't even like i may as well not exist like <laughs> like like i built a privacy fence you son of a bitch and i'm like i'm in the parking lot right now totally different side of the building i really? just i don't get <laughs> that's all awesome. like you ride your motorcycle too much but why is that a problem How because is you face my house you? when you get on your motorcycle and i can mm, see i can see your bulge on the right hand side Jesus of the seat christ i know i'm like look okay there's only so much room on the bike with the seat <laughs> <laughs> I got... have to. I'm trying to. I'm trying to find room for all three testicles. It's all the same. 
<laughs> What's the so, third one? Is that just is that just a floater that uh, uh, <laughs> rolls around and back just in case? Yeah, I don't know about that. It's I think it's I honestly think that they're the way that they're set up is at this point in my life, at least at this age. I really think that it's like you know when Jaws and they're shooting Jaws with that harpoon gun, yeah. And then it had like those barrels that caused the it caused the, the shark to like not be able to swim as low, otherwise it'd be pulling all that extra weight and that buoyancy against it. I think I think that's actually more of the purpose. Is basically it's there to keep me from drowning in the bathtub. <laughs> it's just, <laughs> just you get into the bathtub and the third one just <laughs> bloop to the top. <laughs> you set the... you used to set your beer on top of it. <laughs> if you were having a shower beer. There's a hey man. There's a, there's an evolutionary <laughs> advantage to it. You got three. Uh, like, there have been plenty of other people who've died in bathtubs who only had two testicles. <laughs> if you wear if you wear swim trunks that are too loose, you get kicked out of every public pool you've ever been in. <laughs> no, that's why that's why you get the netting inside the inside the swim trunks. Oh, that stuff chafes, man. I can't it do that. Does, I it does. The but, tip of my but the, I mean, okay. First of all, when uh, else are you gonna have a mesh kind of like thong shoved right up your ass crack? <laughs> and second of all, I feel like that's a loaded of... question, bud. <laughs> <laughs> When ain't I? <laughs> when, when I'm like not. What's tomorrow? Tuesday? Well, I think I got something on the to-do list, don't I, boys? <laughs> like a, like I just gotta see what down. it feels like. <laughs> yeah. Alrighty, we're gonna start this up. Welcome to the Save vs. Poison podcast, the podcast dedicated to gaming, general geekery, and enduring sobriety in an ever- maddening society we're back for a full show this week ladies and gentlemen my name is will i am your host joining me this week after hearing the classic 80s song one night in bangkok by murray head he decided to start calling his butthole a golden cloister because and i quote that's where he found god ladies and gentlemen mm. it's ticky yeah, there's also the fact that it took me a while to realize that Bangkok was a city in Thailand. I thought it actually was referring to something else entirely. It was the 80s. I don't think we had. Uh, I don't think we had access to maps, yeah. globes. I don't. I don't think. Uh, I don't think explorers had gone around the world yet back in the 80s. I don't think they had either. I would. Yeah. I would venture to say that uh, that most of Europe and a lot of America were all just wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah. Didn't really exist. Just a just a just a hope and a prayer. Just a yeah. I, so was it God that you found, or was it just the prostate? Because I, I have a feeling I know exactly what it is. Just, I, don't, uh, I don't think it's the Lord. Uh, in, in my in my uh, unique belief system, they're one and the same. <laughs> Anybody out there that's interested in joining uh, Tiki's new cult? <laughs> new cult? <laughs> it's a brand new cult, everybody. <laughs> just because I'm talking about it today doesn't make it new. Oh, it's new to me. All right, it's like a, it's like watching it's like watching Night Court for the first Look, time. All right, my kids haven't a... seen it. It's new to them. Yeah. Well, I mean, it's just I'm letting you know right now that the 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 the, the toilet snake you can actually lean that thing all the way over your back, and it's got a curve to it for a reason. Nobody's your neighbor. Nobody wants to have your toilet snake near them. <laughs> Nope. Somebody else has already used my snake once. That's true. And then she built a privacy fence. Yeah. Oh, it's just God that is just it. the worst kind of rejection. Not only not only a <laughs> mental barrier, but a physical one as well. Also joining us for the very first time, he once tried to win an argument with his beautiful wife by playing nothing but blue mana cards, not understanding that hot women are immune to nerd. In unrelated news, his couch isn't very comfortable. Ladies and gentlemen, my very good friend Steve. Hello. I'm just here Hello. for a pamphlet on that uh, cult. 
<laughs> That's a, do you have any written material any literature for this uh, ticky? <laughs> I mean, if you really need it written down, I can definitely <laughs> do that. I, the look, mark of a good cult no, no, is mark, sticky notes. <laughs> no, the mark of a good cult is you don't write anything down. That way you can gaslight everybody into all sorts of batshit crazy exactly, stuff. That's exactly you're right. You're gone, man. You think like for a moment, because like the, you're sitting there and you're like, hey, who else wants some Kool-Aid? And then everyone's like, wait a minute, isn't Lace with Sinai? And you're like, no, but it's also part of the <laughs> charter that we haven't finalized yet that you guys drink Kool-Aid. <laughs> and then they like, go, oh, it's in well, the literature to begin with. Then yeah, it was in the literature earlier. I didn't read it. And you're like, yeah, I know. You guys seriously need to pay better attention. Um, and definitely not eat healthy meals because that will that will only strengthen your willpower. That's exactly right. Yeah, yeah, no broccoli. <laughs> broccoli will make it so you don't see God. Yeah. <laughs> That'll make your, pro- Which that'll make, that'll make your prostate really firm. It's yeah. prostate. It's going to keep your prostate from uh, looking like an O-ring on a Navy sub. I just see you appointing urologists as your high priests. <laughs> That's, uh, Uro- just, yeah, urologists and proctologists. Yeah, urologists and proctologists. What, they know exactly what button to press. <laughs> they're bishops. They're all bishops. They're all bishops. What's uh, what kind of People hat do like, they get to wear? Is yeah, it is it like the Catholic hat? No, 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 no. It's a, it's a basic kind of like surgeon hat to keep their hair out of uh, you know, sensitive things. Nice, nice. That's, yeah, that's I'm a, I really like. Oh, and there's but but it comes with a strap-on like spelunking uh, headlamp. Um. <laughs> it's like the accommodator, except for instead of coming the dildo coming off of your chin, the dildo comes off from uh, where a headlamp would come off. <laughs> <laughs> What did you call that? The accommodator? I've never actually. The accommodator. You've never seen the accommodator? Oh, it's a, it's never. a, it's a, it's like a seven-inch dildo that has a harness on it that you can put on your head so that it points off the bottom of your chin. It's upsetting that you know the name. It's. Match. <clears throat> uh, you know, uh, you go down rabbit holes on them there, internet. It sounds like a 1980s gaming system. The accommodator. The accommodator. New from Atari. We're just not the accommodator, guys. No wonder Atari went under. <laughs> Want to come play? Couldn't couldn't do anything after this the twenty six hundred except for stab dildos yeah. of people's faces. It's it's all it's but this game is nothing but flying that one tube down a massive tunnel <laughs> the whole time. No, it's a ring toss. <laughs> oh, yeah, the ring toss. <laughs> That's all it is. <laughs> Except if it came off the top of the head, though, if if that was the headlight, would we just call it the unicorn instead of the accommodator? Well, that's when you rebrand it. That's know. that's yeah. when you know yeah. you you needed to you know like, it. update it for for twenty twenty one. It started in the eighties. Yeah. We're rebranding. Yep. <laughs> oh, that's just odds are the odds are the trademark and or copyright have expired. So rebranding in that fashion is probably going to be just fine. probably right. I'd really like somebody to check on Tiki's bullshit on that one because I think that that's an important bullshit to call out. <laughs> the trademark nice dude nice that was well done <laughs> trying to help you make good business decisions buddy no i appreciate it man that's uh i think this we're gonna we're gonna open up a store it'll be right next to uh tiki's occult uh flavored beverages there's no uh there yeah honestly you don't need to include me in that my it's already gonna be a little bit awkward with a cult let alone having like a you know will's dildo emporium 
It's then a second-hand dildo shop called yeah. the Double Dipper. We talked about right. this. Right, and it's but how point... you fund the cult. That's exactly. <laughs> no, that's, that's the thing, though. You don't want to do that. It looks like it's a bad uh, ethical quandary. There, you're like actually trying to make money off the cult. And that's just going to look bad. Yeah, we got to filter it through it. a couple of. Uh, of yeah, uh, you gotta you gotta take people's yeah get people's money like their life savings in and you funnel that. Uh, that's how you make money. It's wait, by wait, wait. Money you... directly out of their pocket. Do we funnel the cult money into the dildo money? <laughs> No, Is that like a reverse can, thing. We can, so we can, we're using we can the launder it though. Fund the dildo no, it's, no. You, but, but then what you do is you use the dildo shop to launder the money because no one, no accountant, is going to be like showing up. Like, so I, it looks like your dildo shop makes too much money. Maybe your prices are inflated. Anyway, the FBI is asking to stop on by. That's not going to happen. No, I get that. It's uh, because the dildo shop would be mostly cash because nobody wants that on their credit card statement. I get that. That that works. That works as a as a laundering system. We run pretty much a 100% cash business. <laughs> yeah. We also trade in wooden nickels sometimes, but uh, that's just for the hobo crowd. <laughs> that's glorious. So it looks like Steve is going to get along all right in this uh, particular <laughs> form. That, looks, that, looks, that sounds okay, right? What are you talking about? First, uh, I was brought in minutes? to add some respectability here Yeah. to clean up these jokes. Is that why you're wearing a, 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 a tuxedo on your first uh, episode? Is that is that what that's going that's, on? I mean, I thought it was important to you know project an era of. I'm just kidding. Penis, yeah. penis, 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 yeah, penis, yeah. penis, 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 penis. It should be like tuxedo t-shirt. Yeah. Those are that's the way to go. You got to at least make the attempt at being formal. <clears throat> so like lady. Yeah. No, go ahead. Sorry, Tech. Oh no, I was just thinking of that line from Ricky Bobby or the Talladega Nights. He's like. This buddy's like, I like to think of Jesus as a guy like, you know, wears a tuxedo shirt. That way he can show up to a party and he's like, hey, I came here to party, but, like you know, I'm formal. also still classy. <laughs> Which is exactly what I think of when I think of tuxedo shirts and why I probably will get one for Christmas this year. That's right. Yeah. That's all I want. I don't, I don't, I won't, I won't. You know what, though? It'll be a, uh, quite frankly, that would be the way, uh, the, that would definitely be the outfit to wear when you're opening up a, a, a used dildo shop. Oh, definitely. <laughs> definitely. Pair of rusty scissors for the ribbon cutting. The ribbon cutting mm. is nothing but a lanyard made out of old used condoms. Yeah, have absolutely. <laughs> what? That's a that's probably a health hazard to be honest. We washed them out, all right? You <laughs> It splashes you a little bit. We brought them over to your place. We brought them over to your place. We washed oh, them out. God. We're going to oh, now we're making Vietnamese condoms. I see how it is. <laughs> I don't get that joke, and I'm no, sure it's, it's offensive. A, there's a, there's no, there's a, there's a, there's a, there's a shop in, or there's like two now they found in in Vietnam where uh, they're actually recycling condoms, and it's this business that's like recycling and then reselling condoms. Oh my god! I know, I, right? It, did Danny come up with this? Is this the no, only place that he could, like, he couldn't get it to go in like Michigan or Cleveland or something, uh, <laughs> but he found out a way to do it in. Uh, in Vietnam, I would, oh. oh, I would guess there are probably regulations that prevent you from doing that in the states. Oh, that's awesome! <laughs> if you're into that, maybe so. in North Mexico. <laughs> like, I, don't, I just don't see that being a viable business. Isn't North Mexico just Canada? I don't think they allow that. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> but okay. anyway, All right. so anyway, that's why joke is funny. <laughs> this is why joke is that's funny. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. So, uh, news and announcements. Uh, we started streaming. We started streaming. We're streaming live on Twitch. Uh, we're tentatively working on a Tuesday, Thursday, Sunday schedule. Tuesday and Thursday will be midday because that's when I can make the timing work. Sunday, 
like to stream somewhere around 7 in the evening. I think it's going to be a great time. Uh, we're going to treat it just like we would an AA meeting. People show up. People talk about their stuff. We'll have uh, we'll have a Discord up, and we will be basically just trying to one do one more thing to outreach and create community around sobriety and gaming at the same time. And hopefully, we'll have a couple of dick and fart jokes uh, thrown in just for good measure. So if you are interested in uh, attending, becoming friendly with, taking a look at. Uh, Tuesday, Thursday, 9.30 a.m. until about probably 2 o'clock in the afternoon, depending on uh, if I've got anything else that is productivity necessary. And then Sunday nights at 7 o'clock, the channel is twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. SVP podcast. Find us on Twitch. Uh, if it works out on Twitch reasonably well, we'll uh, expand to YouTube and to Facebook. And we'll... Uh, We'll keep building community, everybody. <clears throat> That's it for news and announcements. Uh, my wife is back from El Salvador, so things are going uh, reasonably well around the house, although she's feeling a little under the weather uh, today on her first day back. So we're hoping that, that that turns around quickly. But other than that, most of the stressors from last week, my wife being not in country, uh, being the biggest of them, uh, have uh, have gently drifted away, and I've been in a pretty good mood all damn day long. How are you guys doing? Tiki first. Oh, <laughs> I didn't know that we had drawn straws. Yeah, uh, I'm all right. Uh, I had a, a bit of a rough go of it at first when I was in Dallas with yeah. the uh, with my family. Um, it was just you know dealing with seeing the ex-wife and gotcha. Missing the kids and all that, but uh, everything went really, really well. So I'm in a uh, I'm in a pretty decent mood, all things considered. Awesome, awesome, very cool. Uh, did your ex figure out where she was moving? Yeah, she's got ideas or something. Okay, it's okay. it's a weird thing. I like I still I don't think she's doing anything like rash or irresponsible. I just kind of like get annoyed when it's like, okay, so you're going to be moving to, uh, to this area of like Missouri. And she's like, yeah, for now I'm like, that's yeah, that's kind of annoying. See, is it yeah. not, not permanent? Like for now, what does for now mean? You signed like a three month lease? Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, so, it'd yeah. be nice to know where your kids are going to be. And then she, and she's moving and she's like, oh yeah, there are all these major towns around where we're going to live. And I was like, yeah, I mean like two hours. Yeah. So I fly into another airport two hours away and then drive in, I guess. And it's Ugh. anyway, dumb stuff like that. But those are the only things really, you know, on my, that's, that's the only thing that was really bothering me today. Gotcha. Gotcha. Steve, how are you, man? How are things? Things are good. You got a baby in your lap right now? Uh, actually, I, I did manage to get him to <gasps> go down. So he's just oh uh, passed out next to me. Everyone uh, shut listening, the fuck up. Listening to dick and fart jokes. <laughs> oh, he's listening That's to awesome. the dick and fart jokes? As babies, yeah. as babies should. He's getting um, a subliminal messages. It's exactly what it is. I'm, you know, he's going to... members. He's going to grow up to be one of us. So. Vulva. <laughs> uh, no, life is good. <laughs> you know, I like, got the baby. Um, can't complain too terribly much, given, you know, a little bit of chaos going on. Uh... Wife is on the mend uh, from her injury, 
and um, that nobody in the audience except for me I, knows I guess about. That, I guess that's true. Yeah, my, my wife broke her hip not too long ago. Uh, was I giving birth? Is, no, actually. <laughs> oh, it's a forty-eight pound baby. <laughs> which is what everybody assumes, and then the next assumption is like, "Oh, are you guys 80? Um <laughs> No, we are. We're not. So yeah, but, you're uh, really not. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. Well, that's she, good. She just broke her hip pretty much existing. Um, uh, I think it was a stress fracture that kind of went a little bit unchecked and, and uh, uh, yeah, it was a pretty bad break. So she's been non-weight-bearing for about the last three months, but uh, I think we're hitting a hopefully a bit of a stride. She's almost off of those non-weight-bearing uh, precautions or whatever, but uh, yeah, um, we I got to put her I put uh, exercise bike together for her. Nice. Um, which was good, man. Yeah, it was not as bad as I thought it would be, and uh, yeah, outside of that, had a you know had a good weekend. That's good, man. That's so. good. We got to do our uh, our sound tests. Now that uh, now that we're a highly professional organization, uh, trying to make sure that anybody that that is on stream with us has a uh, has reasonable sound uh, has been a. a <clears throat> It's been a big part of uh, of making sure that we we can continue to grow. So having a conversation over cleanfeed.net, which is our stream, uh, which is our recording system, uh, having a nice conversation about uh, the game Warcaster with uh, Steve on was that that was Saturday? That was Saturday, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, right. yeah. I think that was Saturday, so that was good. That was good. Well, good boyos, good. Alrighty. Uh, well, you know, uh, check in. My name's Will. I'm an alcoholic. Oop. I was on mute, but I am an alcoholic. <laughs> and you say, like, scream it three or four times into the microphone, <laughs> and then, oh, shit, I'm on I'm, mute. I said it, and I was like, Will's being all quiet and judgy again. <laughs> Not being judgy. <laughs> being weighty. No judgment here, buddy. So, how you doing, buddy? Steve, why don't you tell us, are you an alcoholic? Oh, sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm Steve. I am not an alcoholic. All right. Uh, though I did grow up in a household with one, so. Aha. A conexion. We will, yeah. uh, we'll talk about that, uh, after we get, uh, after we get through, uh, our check-in. So, because of my wife being out of the country and because, uh, you know, just because of life, this was a this was a harder week. This this last week was a harder week. Um, not being able to do a full episode because I just didn't have the time to do it uh, last week was. I think this is this is why they say that you should always put the work in. Like keep putting the work in. It was a harder week. Uh, I I'm not gonna I like I didn't do anything stupid, but I did. There there was a part of me that that reminisced very fondly over very specific aspects of uh of having a drink and unfortunately um that's just that's just how you know you look at you look to your past with some pretty rose tinted glasses from time to time so uh, i i had a couple of uh of of moments of man i really could could use a shot in a beer right now and uh luckily you know well not luckily uh you know i i i did the did the the appropriate things and you know rode the the cresting wave theory thing and um you know thought through the drink and thought how 
how easy it would be for me to get caught because, you know, I still live in a house full of, you know, three other people, including my sister-in-law, who's very well aware of, of what's going on. You know, just like everybody out there, uh, I have no problem telling people that I have this issue because it helps reinforce my accountability. So, um, it was a hard week. It was a harder week. Uh, and probably, probably the hardest week that I've had in the last year, as far as cravings for alcohol go. But, um, you know, we're doing the episode tonight. I'm really happy that I can report that, uh, that I'm sober another week. Uh, it's now been 20, almost 23 months, 22 months. 22 months. It's been, uh, yeah, now 22 months that, uh, since I've had a drink or had, uh, um, or had any issues with, uh, with alcohol as far as cool. consumption goes. So yeah. How about you, bud? Um, yeah. So I was, uh, I was in Dallas this, um, a lot for, you know, a long weekend basically. Uh, had my own hotel room, my own rental car, um, had a strong desire to drink, had no one around to hold me accountable. It was, you know, it was a bit rough. I, yeah. uh, I, I, I emailed some people that I knew and I, and I talked to some others and just kind of kept my head on straight and, and, uh, in the end it turned out to be okay. I, um, for, uh, uh, for just like, kind of like, um, when I was in uh, Dallas, I went and I saw an old, uh, friend of mine. Mm-hmm. He's actually my old drinking buddy. Carlos? And, uh, no, 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 this is Dallas. This is, oh, this okay. is Kendall. Yeah, Kendall. And, um, I was talking to him about, about it about drinking and everything else and he was asking me some questions and i was you know being really honest with him mm-hmm. and i was like you know you don't have them you know chocolate shotgun shits anymore mm-hmm. you know, it's really nice he's like your bowel movement's cleared up i was like yeah and like <laughs> yeah <laughs> so so like the funny the, the, so he, so at first, so he's kind of like he's like I, I was like my impulse control is better i was talking about the benefits health benefits i've had and he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I just don't see that happening for me. And I was like, okay, you know, maybe, maybe not. I'm just kind of talking here, throwing out some benefits. Hopefully yeah, you'll, yeah. you know, kind of see the light. And uh, I'll be damned, like looking back, I think he went to the bathroom like 10 times that night. And at least three of those times, at least three, probably four, he was gone for a good 10 minutes. Like, he's like, I gotta go drain the main vein. And then he'd like disappear for 10 <laughs> minutes. And I'm like, what are you doing in the bathroom? Like, Jesus, man. <laughs> He's like, yeah, it's like, it's, oh, no, 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 it's not the alcohol that's causing you to, sh- you know, have explosive <laughs> diarrhea. Should have followed him in there, taken your yeah. phone, Why recorded I, him, and then said, world star hip-hop, <laughs> it's that fighting been, that, that toilet. That, that would have been awkward. Then, <laughs> um, you know, when he went, he, he actually, I told him my birthday was coming up, so he took me on over to a strip club, which was all right. It was, <laughs> it's okay, it's not, I don't know, I, I still have a hard time with, with strip clubs. I'm still like, oh my God, these are people, like, <laughs> like, like, my, like he's like, I, I felt, I felt weird, like, okay, so like, what, so I'm such a, I'm kind of like such a, a nerd, but I, he's like, going over the stage and give this, give this chick some money, and I'm like, nah, I, I'm cool just watching from here, and he's like, no, I'm going over and give the money, and I'm like, for what, like, like why? Like he's like going down there and give her the money. Like, I finally did. And lady's like, you know, like here, put it, put the dollar here and put the dollar here. And I'm like, I am like horribly <laughs> inexperienced at this. Like, just tell me where you want money. I can set it down on the stage if you'd like. I don't care. Next time you go, just bring one of those like robotic grabber it. arms. <laughs> the robotic ones, like little like the little the little grabber arms used for like yeah. picking up uh, picking up trash. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> just hold that out, hold it at a distance out there. Okay, there you go. 
I'm going to get some, uh, some hand sanitizer wiped down the end of this now. <laughs> You've got a squirt gun full of hand sanitizer. <laughs> just like, squirt the end of it a bunch of times, wipe it off. There we go. Yeah, That's I just, I, I just didn't, I just don't, I don't see, I don't know. I don't, I, I guess like I just didn't see what was such the big deal. That and like basically we were hanging out. He was, he had been drinking and it was another one of those things where I was like, you know, I know that it's only Guinness that he's having and it's not like the most potent beer out there. No, it's like... Um, that's like it's like four point two percent ABV. It's not that strong. Um, and he'd been drinking for quite a while, but it was like at one point I was like, dude, you've you've had like ten beers, like uh, on the evening, like you know. There, I I drove us up here so because I was good start. I, yeah, he's he's he like even even we we left the first bar to go to the strip club. He's like he's like I'll drive, and I'm like no no, no you will not. <laughs> like, you, <laughs> But anyway, it was it was still great to see him. I just kind of, I just kind of wish that like he'd kind of you know he kind of wish that like he'd realize, you know, different things. It's like anxiety goes down, sleep gets better, weight loss. Mm-hmm. You know, explaining all these things, and he's like, "Cool, good for you." And it's like, it could be good for you. Like, <laughs> why is this? Yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was that was like that was like probably my toughest experience was seeing that and, and like being and being around it wasn't that tough i didn't really care um if he if, if him and the rest of everyone around me was drinking i didn't care about that at all i just yeah i cared about i care about him and i care about his health in the long run so anyway well you know that's that's the uh that's kind of the thing you got to have in the back of your head like no you can't make somebody ready to stop drinking no, or no, you even can't cut yeah. back. Like they have to, they have to find that for themselves. Yeah, you can't, you can't control somebody else's addictions. Yeah, yeah. there's, a, there's a whole Michael Keaton movie about that. Batman? No, 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 no. It's uh, multiplicity. Multiplicity. Nope. Damn it! No, not that either. It was Birdman, early... another man movie. No, no, it was an early movie. It says he was still, he was still really young. It was, it was a uh... Johnny Dangerously. <laughs> yes, definitely Johnny Dangerously. Shoots through stools. Okay, you know what? That cut that that actually might work. Let's leave it at that because I I can't think of the name of the movie. You farging ice hole. They're knocked on that fargan wall and that fargan wall. If you haven't seen uh Johnny Dangerously, everybody go out and see Johnny Dangerously. It's a great movie. All right, we'll Johnny use that as, a, as the big plug for a good movie today. Yeah, yeah it's that, a good that'll one. be the good movie, sure. Maroni, Maroni, Maroni <laughs> deported to Sweden, claims he's not from there. That's <laughs> like one of my <laughs> favorite headlines. <laughs> so, uh, uh, yeah, all right, so good check-in. Uh, Steve? Yes, sir. As part of getting to know you, getting to know all about you, what is your... Uh, history with uh, with alcohol. Well, my connection uh, is my dad. Um, growing up, my my dad was an alcoholic. You know, till probably. I mean, I guess I guess they they say you're always an alcoholic. But, sure, uh, sure. But you know, active versus in recovery. Drinking. Yeah, he, he. When I was probably around, oh, fifteen, sixteen, maybe. Um, so for a very large portion of my life there. Uh, yeah, I, I got to see that firsthand. Yeah. Uh, you know, some of the some of the the things that go on with that. Um, some some weird memories burned in my brain. Like, 
you know, and for my dad, it was the, you know, his trigger was always uh, football. Mm-hmm. I would say, you know, the Broncos, and uh, um, I mean, I remember one day him literally shoving a whole Taco Bell taco in his mouth, which was just an astonishing feat in itself. It's an um, engineering feat that you, mean, you, you yeah, expect more calculation like, for, but is it, this, you know, is it a, drunk is it a power. soft taco or a hard shell? No, taco? no, Ooh. it was a hard shell taco, and I was wow. just like, "Holy fuck!" <laughs> wow. I remember thinking to myself that that is, yeah, you, you've clearly drank too much. <laughs> <laughs> that was his cry for help was not stopping to put on the hot sauce. I mean, I, no, it was the fact that he shoved a, in one bite. It, I'm not talking like I ate it fast. Yeah. I mean, like one bite. So, uh, yeah. So that's that's my main thing. Um, because of that, I've I've been, you know, knowing that it's it's you know, genetic and whatnot. I've always had a, a hyper vigilance. I guess that in a sense, like I've always really monitored that. So at this yeah. point in my life, I'm pretty sure that I'm okay. Yeah. I'm not about to be. Uh, um, you know, much like your other friend, you know, as he said, I've, I've always felt like, you know, I'm, I'm real good at maintaining and, and managing. Yeah. Um, I don't tend to go overboard myself, but, uh, yeah. Yeah, no, I, I mean, we've been friends for, for years now and I, I don't remember ever seeing you outside of just normal, healthy consumption. Yeah, maybe, I think <clears throat> like maybe once, um, it was a couple years back for, I think, one of your birthday parties. Oh, <laughs> yeah. a little well, bit more than I should have, but, uh. Yeah, yeah, I, I. <laughs> You know, yeah, it's always possibly, good to do that but, in front of new people you don't know. Yeah, yeah, it's like a whole room of people that, that you've never met. Yeah. <laughs> you know what would make this better? Shitting myself. Exactly. <laughs> what if I start hitting on you all? <laughs> like every really one of awkwardly. you. <laughs> uh, I, I don't remember. Th- let's see. Who was there? I, I didn't. Ann Bailey. It was, it was all dudes. It was all dudes. No, so. no, there were two women. There was Ann Bailey was there? and... Yeah. I don't remember that. Uh... <laughs> No, no, I don't think uh, I don't think Ann Bailey and yeah, I, I'm kidding. I didn't hit on it. Yeah, it must have been later. So uh, interesting, uh, interesting little factoid. Uh, because of your experiences, uh, and I think this is something that a lot of people that grew up with alcoholics in their family uh, sort of develop is you have uh, alcoholic ESP. Yeah, I, I don't know if it's ESP, but definitely maybe awareness. Yeah. Um. I, yeah. Like I, I, I don't actually believe in real ESP. <laughs> I just like I'm not actually part of the ticky butthole cult. You're not part of that cult. <laughs> no, I'm not part of it. I, 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 I will be ready when the money starts filtering to the double dipper. But uh, uh, I'm not actually a member. You know, of none cult. of us, none of us actually claim to be good at ESP. <laughs> I'm definitely. I mean, we're not Scientologists, Will. <laughs> I never read the brochure. You still haven't gotten it to me. Something about right. plausible deniability. <laughs> it could be in there. It could be in that that paperwork. I don't know. Could be in there. Yeah. yeah. But wow. uh, yeah. At any rate, I definitely. Yeah. I mean, I knew that you were an alcoholic. <laughs> I, you know, and maybe this is wrong on me. I never felt it was my place to call you out. Um, but. Having grown up with it, I saw the same behaviors. Yeah. Um, the same, you know, just the same things uh, that, you know, if just just off offhand, one of my you know memories that we went, me and you went to see a movie. Uh, I don't recall what movie actually at the time, but uh, I definitely Marvel remember ones. us. Probably, I mean. That's every. That's what everybody says. 
<laughs> oh, I think it was. I think it was one of the Marvel movies. So we, it was whatever, whatever it might have been Mamma Mia. I don't know. Um, <laughs> All right. I, uh, I like that uh, Amanda Seyfried. She uh, she turns McCrank. <laughs> but at any rate, I definitely recall you. Uh, we, we ordered like a, a couple beers, and I think you you powered through at least one shot and a beer. And the time that I've like sipped off, you know, the top fifth of my beer. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I was definitely like. Hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah, it's a, it's a destination. It's a destination. It's not about the, not journey. the journey. Yep. yep. That's that was the mantra. That was the mantra yeah. back then. That, that is. That is that's <laughs> actually the whole reason they even when like you know, and when I was in Dallas my buddy my old drinking buddy Kendall was asking me and I was like I've he's like he's like, I don't know if you were ever really that bad, dude. And I'm like, That's because you drink a lot too. You just couldn't tell. Really like you're not like an objective perspective. It's pal. really hard to tell when all I can see is vapor trails. Yeah, I mean I look I look back and I see a lot of I see a lot of the, the same uh symptoms and the same the same kind of things. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean it's but I've been I've been spending quite a while looking back wondering about my bipolar and all the different things that I have done in my life that I'm like no, I'm pretty sure I was manic when I did that. Yeah. <laughs> and that's why and that's how I got involved in a pyramid scheme. <laughs> Multi-level marketing scheme, okay. Became a cult. <laughs> Which yeah. Well, you rise to the top of the pyramid, you get to you get to do the human sacrifices. You get to call the shots. <laughs> it's, it's it's an MLM. It really is. Yeah, so, totally, totally. 100%. It's not like a pyramid. It's just there's one person on top, then there's some doctors and proctologists and urinologists. A bunch of dildo all, salespeople. Like, the bishops underneath that, and then below <laughs> that, there's a much larger group of right, like recruiters and salespeople, and then below that, there's a large, even a larger volume. Just because it's pyramid shaped doesn't mean it's it's a pyramid scheme. Oddly enough, only one lawyer because even they have standards. <laughs> <laughs> we're probably blackmailing him. Yeah, I don't know. Probably. You know where we found the dildos? You know where we found them? <laughs> you know where the cops are going to find them? You know where the cops are going to fucking find them? <laughs> glorious glorious so uh steve was actually i think steve was the very first of the of my friends that i told uh Aww. afterwards so uh, <laughs> it was you know obviously you know my wife my younger brother although that was less a i'm an alcoholic more a, i just tried i i just contemplated killing myself uh and then my parents and then shortly after that, I think it was Steve. I think that's. I did not know that. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, uh, Russ wasn't in the state anymore, uh, living in Seattle. Uh, I don't see Jim all that often, um, and kind of, kind of let him come to me as far as like contacting because he's always super busy. Um, yeah, yeah. I think you were. I think you were the first of. of uh, of my friends that uh that that found out about it um but you know you and i have had been getting closer and closer for years i mean i, I now consider you one of my closest friends and uh absolutely <coughs> dude i love i love steve steve <laughs> steve uses his powers for evil most of the time but when he uses them for good it's still evil <laughs> that's yeah. nice that's, that's what warm. i love about him it's warm and fuzzy and chaotic neutral evil <laughs> sometimes yeah, yeah um yeah. so steve your background in gaming is 
primarily you're a competitive and social Magic the Gathering player. Wrong. I think no false, false completely false. <laughs> no, no, I'm a I bad just, friend. <laughs> I wouldn't. Uh, no, I just I wouldn't call it competitive. I like I've been out of that for so long. Like I wouldn't even say that that's part of. Did you start out that way though? <sighs> I dabbled. Okay, all right. I, I wouldn't. I, yeah, I never really like. I never really got into it too heavily, at least as far as competitive goes. Okay, okay. Uh, we um, also, actually in my cult, that's kind of how we draw a lot of people in. We just tell them they're just going to dabble. Just going to try it out Nobody, nab- Nobody dabbles try with Goliath. the unicorn. <laughs> yeah. And suddenly, you suddenly you're wearing the accommodator and the unicorn at the same time. <laughs> Slapping them back and forth on your cheeks. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, uh, back to back to uh, Magic the Gathering, which I I think is just Uno cards with uh, better stories on them. Reverse, yeah, reverse, flip, draw twenty five. <laughs> I mean, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. So uh, back to Magic the Gathering. Sorry about that. No, yeah, you're fine. Um, yeah, I uh, I've been playing Magic for God since nineteen ninety eight, maybe. Dang, son. I mean, I I definitely wasn't like like when it first came out but I was pretty damn close um I've been playing for for a long time uh over the past oh I don't know 5 years or so I've gotten into the commander format um mm-hmm. primarily because I just couldn't do competitive anymore in in the sense of like just chasing is so exhausting sure. and um, and expensive and expensive and ridiculously just, expensive yeah, because I, I when I was when I did do a little bit of competitive, it was always standard, and it was such a giant pain in the ass to always yeah. have to update your deck and and you know get the new cards and and build the archetype that everybody's using because it's what's gonna win. If you're not gonna do that, then what's the point in going? Yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, in the in the past five or six years, I've definitely gotten into more of a um, like I said, the a, just a kitchen table format is what I feel like. That's what I, I think. In a lot of ways, and I know a lot of people would argue this point, but in a lot of ways, I feel like Commander is Magic the Gathering at its purest. Um, it is just hanging out with your friends at a kitchen table, you know, playing this game, um, using the cards that it, you, you'd you never even look at if you were playing, you know, a standard format. Um, well, that's you know, the, the standard format rotates out on, like, what, like an 18-month basis, right? Yeah. Yeah. But so even if you were playing a legacy format that that didn't do that, you still like people build decks that that you know you win in five turns. Sure. Less sure. than that, you win yeah. in if you don't win in three turns, then what are you you know what are you even doing here? Yeah. Um. In fact, that was actually my very first tournament uh, that I ever played. That's pretty much what happened to me, <laughs> and somehow I went back because definitely a glutton for punishment, I guess. <laughs> um. But yeah. I, I think a lot of that competitive play just I don't know for me it's just it's it's like pay, playing um to, in a lot of ways it's like playing you know uh, a PVP you know on online yeah. kind of thing like it's just it wasn't fun the, the the people weren't fun I'd much rather just hang out with some people who were kind of cool and just enjoyed what they were doing <laughs> um you know, uh, that hurts Mark's feelings when you say that. By the way, <laughs> why? Kind of cool. <laughs> kind of cool. Mark's cool guy. Mark's only kind of cool. Mark's only kind of cool. He's got a good mustache, though. Does he know? Yes. <laughs> it's paper thin, like I like him. 
<laughs> like, I like it. Pencil thin mustache. Who doesn't love that? It's freaking uh. glorious. Uh, so, uh, for those that aren't familiar, uh, Commander, the the format that Steve currently plays and the format that Steve has, uh, of course, as I'm, uh, you know, an addict to all in of the, uh, like, I don't know, three or four, three or five, four or five people. I, I mean, know. talk about cult leaders, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but, uh, it's a, it's a format that's multiplayer, uh, potentially. And instead of creating limited decks with, you know, four of each type of card and like a ton of resource creation cards, you create a deck of 100 cards, one of which is a central figure that is constantly able to be pulled out onto the table and is persistent once they're on the table. And you only have you're only allowed one copy of each type of card except for the basic uh, resource cards in the game. So you you know Magic the Gathering has been around since like what 95 I want to say 94 95 I think it was 90 yeah something like that somewhere yeah. like that so uh, you know we're talking about two and a half decades worth of card printing on a six month scale. That's a that's a that's a huge library to be able to pull from yeah. and you get to play with almost all of them. So if you find something from nineteen ninety eight, if if you know, Steve, if you've got something from exactly. your original if purchase, card, that's it, still a viable card for you to play with. That's okay for you to play with. Whereas absolutely. with the standard stuff currently uh you know, It'll in vogue as far as the competitive. So yeah, yeah, you're not allowed to play like with that. that stuff. I, I don't want to keep up with it anymore. They changed it a little bit. And then um, and even some of the like, like I said, the other formats, they're they're too, um, just the the power level on them is is you know, uh, too extreme. I guess I don't know. I don't OP. know what the right word is. Op man. Yeah, Op yeah exactly. Yeah. And and so, you know, in this format, to a large degree, if if I wanted to play with something that's just kind of ridiculous, but you know what, it's silly and it'll be fun, and I want to make thirteen zombies, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can do that. It's not ridiculous. <laughs> I mean, it's still ridiculous. Well, you but... build I, you. You actually so I don't get a lot of like really sentimental gifts for birthdays anymore. But you built a deck for me. I absolutely did. And that was one of the like, I, I don't get a lot of like super thoughtful gifts. I get you know some from my family, which are always you know that was really great. Man. It was, but like it was from friends. It, no, yeah, kidding. yeah, sure it was. <laughs> I, I I actually like the very first time I played with that deck, I had a great time. I I think I beat like two or three people, and then of course you cleaned house because you were playing something kind of broken. Because uh, you don't play competitive, you ass. I, I said I don't play competitive. It doesn't mean that I don't build That you're not stuff. competitive. <laughs> <laughs> I don't play com- Look, I'm an Olympic gold medal athlete, okay? Just because I'm playing yard ball doesn't mean I'm not going to be trying here. Yeah. Yeah, okay. All right there. All you right suddenly, there. Feel like, you suddenly feel like that guy in the, at the end of a... Quigley down under when Tom Cruise <laughs> he, or Tom Selleck just like wastes like all three of the type dude and all <laughs> standing there. He's like, I thought you said you couldn't use that gun. He's like, Oh no, I just never said I had a use. I never had a use for one. I just said I never had a use for one. God, that's such a good movie. Oh, Alan Rickman that is an in the awesome Outback. Movie. So good. Yeah. So good. It's been a while. It's been and he's a while. just he's just he Rickman's just so smarmy. He is. He's he really always does a great job of that. Yeah. Yeah, he does. And then Tom Selleck. You know, to be honest, I think that if we just had the hat uh, hat rifle and mustache, that role 
plays itself basically but i love seeing tom Selleck uh, yeah just well, tom Selleck. So. tom Selleck's mustache gets its own building most it should of the time. tom Selleck. <laughs> tom yeah. Selleck co-starring tom Selleck's mustache yep god i want that mustache. that's actually yeah yeah i mean it, it depends upon the movie you're talking about like uh needed like what runaway yeah. and it was the the one with the little like remote control cars that were blowing stuff up i mean he didn't need to be there it wasn't super important. His mustache could have handled that role all by itself. Could you imagine how powerful Sean Connery would be if he had Tom Selleck's mustache? <laughs> well, yeah, I guess. Powerful. I tend to think... It's like... Unbelievable. OP. He would be OP. <laughs> he would not be allowed in standard magic. He's, he's, <laughs> he's still Sean... Sean Connery's kind of bothered me a lot in the last few years. Mostly we had because... a whole episode about him and the toilet thing. Yeah, I know. But, was... but, but again, what I, again, it goes back to what I, I believe I said, which is he's never made a movie where he doesn't have a Scottish accent. He That's can't right. do anything but a Scottish accent. Don't ask period. him to. <laughs> yeah. Sh- <laughs> watch, fuck, watch. Dude. Like his mid-coitus voice is like, oh, baby, oh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sean, you're going to play, you're going to play a gangster from New Jersey. Yes. Yeah, sh- <laughs> I'm from New Jersey. Certainly. But y- where's my gun in my cocktail? Is that on him or is that on like the people who cast him? Do we have extra no, bronzer? No. They there's uh, there's actually there've actually been roles that were written where he was supposed to play an American and they I mean well they've had they've done this several times. They've rewritten entire scripts to yeah. like to like accommodate the fact that he can't do any other accent. <laughs> like you're playing in, you're you're playing a, an American uh, uh, army major. He's like, yes, I can do that. <laughs> and they're like, okay, uh, we're gonna get some treatment in for the script. We got, you guys got something. They're like, we're gonna say he was basically raised in Scotland because his dad was transferred over to the UK as an ambassador or something, and that's why he has that accent. But he's actually an American. And they're gonna be like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah, that works. We can do that. Yeah. He once made know. love to a sheep, and then decided to uh, adopt the rest of the culture. Jesus, yes, oh, and even, even did, I... did you just say Jesus? She did. That's my film criticism of uh, of, of Sean Connery. That's, we went down the Connery like, I, hole again. We did. No, you did. You, you dragged us down the Connery you, hole. I I opened. I I pointed you, to where no, the hole I was, up, I and up, you decided to go spelunking. I brought up. I brought up like the the. Main your mustache of Tom uh, Selleck. I'm just saying he would have been more powerful if he'd had Tom Selleck's mustache. That's it. He That's would have been more powerful if he had Tom Selleck's but Tom Selleck was already powerful enough as it was. I'm not saying he wasn't. Okay. All right. I, <laughs> if anything could bridge the divide between left and right, Tom Selleck's mustache. Yeah, I'm, I'm putting true. it out there, right? That's my punditry. I for would the agree week. with that. Yeah. So, uh, so for Magic the Gathering, uh, <laughs> back to that. Oh yeah, we were talking. Oh yeah, about Steve. yeah we were talking about. We were, we were geeking. We were introducing favorite, Steve to the my world. My favorite topic. That's right. Me. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really modest. Did yeah, you know super that? modest. Super yeah. modest. The, Stands the in front of the mirror every day doing kick moves unironically. That, absolutely the best at being modest. <laughs> exactly. You know who's better than Steve? Nobody. Kick move. Nobody. <laughs> Parkour. <laughs> you got, so you, got you went. Don't give a damn. That's exactly right. Bob Kelso. Oh, great show. Great show. So um, we met in the operating room. You were working at Good Samaritan Medical Center. I was working at Good Samaritan Medical Center. And through a process many moons long, you and I started talking about comic books and comic book movies because... Iron Man came out 2008. 
Uh, I started working there in 2009, so we had just enough backlog to start talking about Geek. And along with the Geek came you saying, hey, you ever thought about this game, Magic the Gathering? And yeah, I said to you, get everybody to play. you know, I, I thought about it, but I'm not a big <laughs> card game guy. And then I said, hey, what about this game, War Machine and Hordes, which has cards in it? Because at the time, uh, it, it, it did. did every, cards, model, yeah. every model had, a, had a, a card with its stats on it. You didn't play the cards. Which was a dirty trick to get me to it play. It was, and I knew what I was doing when I did it. <laughs> uh, I was being manipulative, and uh, I got you. I got, I got, I got. I got Warjacks into your pants, and that's that's what I wanted. Yeah. Um, so you went out. Uh, actually, no, I purchased your first set, just like a dealer would. Exactly. The first exactly. taste was free. So uh, plus, I, you know what? I think you even walked me through for my first game. Um, and I mean, I don't think I did much. You were just like, do this, do this, do this. <laughs> and yeah. then I was like, yeah. This is so you were just you were just sitting there behind him with your arm wrapped around him in one direction, and then Basically. like that rubber band like pulled really tight while he's injecting himself. Uh, yeah, but my other hand was uh, rubbing his belly button slowly. Oh, got slowly. It. <laughs> got it, got it, got it, got it. So uh, Steve returned the favor though, and did the exact same thing with me and Magic the Gathering, and now uh, because I thought that it would be a completely shitty thing for me to do to introduce somebody else to my game and string them along with another you know version of, of something collectible and addictive because steve loves himself some collectible stuff yep yup doesn't uh, take much <laughs> he turned around got me interested i ordered five primary colored decks from card kingdom that were just you know commons newbie friendly nothing 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 exciting and th that's that's kind of how our gaming lives started together. Uh, yeah, with the was... odd evening playing Overwatch or uh, or Dark Souls, mm -hmm. we did that. Uh, we did that quite extensively as well. Yeah, well, yeah, we were we were on Overwatch for a good for a good while there. I think. Yeah, well, it, it was an easy game to hop in and out of. It yeah. it was it was fun, and to be perfectly honest, it got so like just so salty what's that <laughs> i said before the game got just so salty before people just you know oh yeah turned it into just not a fun place to play yeah it, yeah i i don't know uh, competitive shooters are hard and i think that that format specifically makes things difficult uh you know the shorter the shorter score focused games like that um, I think that it attracts a certain type of of player to it, and I'm not judging that player for any I other am. purpose than it's just not for me. Does that make sense? <clears throat> nah, I judge him. Yeah, you do. <laughs> Powers for evil. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, that's uh, that's comic books, magic. And a war machine, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, we we started to dabble in. Um, so I've been role playing since '93. You, however, I don't think had very much. No. The uh, the advent of the Ravnica Magic: The Gathering uh, world for D and D though yep. brought out one of our play one of the one of the guys that plays Magic with us, Ryan, who decided that he wanted to run 
a a D and D game in the universe of Magic the Gathering, and uh, the very first time that that he ran, I mean, he put a lot of work into it, and it was he a ton really of does. fun. He, he yeah, he really take. And I was absolutely surprised because I thought, like, not to say that that you know being a one trick pony is necessarily a bad thing as long as you're having fun with it, but I thought that that what your group did was play just Magic the Gathering. And having having that door opened, where now I have you know potential access to, of course, COVID hit, and yeah. he moved to St. Louis stop. for a little while. Everything. Yeah, just absolutely freaking everything. But uh, now that uh, now that things have loosened up a little bit, hoping that I've now got access to another group that could potentially uh, do some some role playing in in physical space instead of you know trying to make it work on a um, you know Zoom meeting kind of kind of bullshit. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So what else have we have I covered? Have I have I missed covering uh, anything else that you enjoy doing in geek space? Well, let's see. No, no. I mean, that's that's a large part of it. I mean, yeah, magic is pretty much the the first love there, and the game I probably invest the most time into. Uh, the War Machine hordes. Um, we talked about. I I mean I definitely like you you touch on a little bit of some of the other video games like Mm -hmm. you said Mm -hmm. we did some dark souls um you introduced me to that again Mm um i fucking love dark souls 3 it's probably become one of my all-time favorite games so good um i mean that's not the only game i play sure um you know in fact i literally just yesterday picked up hollow knight finally okay okay. Um, i've had it on the stack forever and yeah yeah giving that a shot um, but yeah, so just a little bit of everything. I think I, that's my my big vice is it doesn't does not take much for me to to jump right in. It's a, it's probably a good thing I don't have a drug problem. <laughs> like, I mean, I yeah, I'd be dead. Well, it's fun talking <laughs> to you about Warcaster the other day, uh, which is uh, so War yeah, Machine man. and Hordes is I'm made in. by Privateer Press. <laughs> Warcaster is their far future, same universe game that changes up enough of the mechanics to make it a little bit more casual while still having the depth that you want for a game that could be potentially competitive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the entry point for it is, once again, very, very low. I don't know what it is about other game companies that have such a hard time creating games where small investments in the game up front can be meaningful while still allowing for growth later on down the road, like one of the most um, one of the most popular formats of War Machine and Hordes right now is called Brawl Machine. The standard point value for a game of War Machine is seventy five points. That I I recognize that most people don't won't understand exactly what that number means, but if I said that the the version of the game that's popular right now is a one-third reduction or sorry a two-thirds reduction to one-third of that point value and those games are still tense and fun and you still have tactical choices that's an incredible feat of game creation it's a two-third reduction to a one-third rating yeah no he lost me sorry so so 75 points is the standard game how many is the the one that's popular 25, 25? so okay. a two-thirds so why, reduction why was that so hard uh because i'm not good at english uh, just just say just say cunnilingus hey, is uh, my first language however 25 dear god 
All right, so this game involves a whole lot of complex math. Apparently. <laughs> nope, just for just for waterheads like me. Bring your bring your TI eighty five calculator, bitch. I got I got chatter. I'm gonna brain. school you. There's a carrot floating around my medulla. <laughs> be careful about them don't carrots. Have to do physics. <laughs> fucking yeah, yeah. Seriously, it's a reason I'm not Stephen Hawking, and it's uh, it's not just because I'm not that handsome. Um, yeah. So, uh, I, we talked about Warcaster, and you were you were in. Yeah, it doesn't take much. Yeah, yeah. which is great for me, because yeah. yep. I've got somebody I can. This I is can... why, at one point, I believe in in my life, there I uh, ended up buying, um, like impulse bought like Digimon cards. I don't. Oh. <laughs> nobody I know plays Digimon in that game. I don't even oh. think it is a game at this point in life. Um. But hey, man, it was there in front of me at the store, so yeah, let's let's pick that shit up. <laughs> yeah. Weakness. We have. Yeah, and a by the way, that's also that same impulse shopping is how uh, I think um, Will is going to get the used dildo store up off the ground. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I don't know if I needed by a mid fifties divorcee. You know what? I, I could use it. <laughs> I don't know if I need this double-ended dildo that smells of both cinnamon and poop, but hey. <laughs> we wash every single dildo, right? <laughs> poop comes out. You gotta wash them. <laughs> whose, whose door is that? Is it Halloween already? I'm Jesus. sorry, that's me. I, uh-huh. uh-huh. Uh, 100% realize that during this podcast, I have left my water running. Nice. <laughs> nice, and it buddy. Very cool. You have a saturated uh, front lawn. I'm excited. One hundred. Yeah, I'm excited for you. So, uh, I think uh, I think that's a good introduction to uh, our uh, new co-host Steve. I'm excited to to have him here. Uh, I think that this is going to work out absolutely beautifully. Uh, and with that, I will bring to close the sobriety and geeky portions of the show, and I will turn it over to Tiki. For ladies and gentlemen, Tiki's takes. <laughs> yes, yes. Today we're talking about a movie called Deadly Games, which sounds badass on the surface. It truly does. Up until you realize that the AKA title is Dial Code Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> the movie is all in French. The main character is a 10-year-old boy with a mullet, a glorious mullet. Like, holy shit, hockey players dream of having mullets. This we good. call it flow. It is It is such a terrible mullet. Anyways, the kid is obsessed with, with, uh, with Santa Claus. His mother's obsessed with like making him believe Santa Claus is real. Um, the, the, the main plot of it, the, 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 juxt- the, the main piece of it is our hero... Thomas gets on his little teletext, which is, I mean, this movie was made in the eighties. Teletext, yes. Right, it's like a, it's like, a, it's like a little, like, it's like a, like a typing, like almost like weird chat room kind of setup. I mean, this is for like French Canada, and he's talking to somebody that he thinks is Santa Claus, and it's just some random person. He's like literally like did a search for Santa Claus as a username and like found the guy, and he's like, ah, Santa Claus is real, and um, I'm going to go on this chat room. I'm going to call myself Santa oh my Claus four five nine. Jesus, there's so there's there actually is a guy who's on the other end of it who's got like frizzy hair and a beard and a trench coat and he just looks crazy. And he's typing in and he's like asking this kid, he's like, What is your address? I'll come and see you. Oh. 
like nothing good is going to come of this. Anyway, now for pedos. Uh, so all he knows is all he knows. This is where it gets, so this is where it gets kind of bizarre. So all he knows is the kid's name is Thomas. So he goes over to this massive department store where they're hiring people for Christmas because it's Christmas Eve. So of course now's the time you start hiring people. You don't do it two weeks ago to get people onboarded and you know maybe even some background checks in. You is do it the Christmas over Eve. on Christmas Eve. Not yet, but they know that the the, the Thomas's mother runs this shop. The guy is a uh, he's for some odd reason, and, and like this is another one of those things where you like watch a movie and you can like just look at somebody and like just know that just behaviorally there's something horribly wrong, and there was somebody had to have made a decision in HR that was like Santa Claus. That guy is going to be a Santa Claus. Let's get some kids on his lap. <laughs> so, the, so, the, so the crazy guy, he like he he's sitting he's sitting down, and a little girl comes up and sits on his lap, and she says something. I think she says something like, "You're not the real Santa Claus," and he just all smacks the fuck out of her. I mean, like, knocks her down off his lap and everything. <laughs> and, like, you know, the, the the owner of the shop comes on up and is like, you, you go down to HR and terminate your employment because you're fired. So I, I, like, he gets up and he leaves. And I'm like, and all I could think was, holy fuck, man, I wish I'd been, like, terminated that way by my jobs in the past. <laughs> go and write yourself up. Oh, oh, yeah. I'll, 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 I'll get right off of that. that. The, the whole time, all I could think was, I was like, "You need to fight. You need to call the cops." <laughs> he just like knocked that little girl's tooth out. So he, the guy goes on down to like the HR area, where it's a, which is apparently in the basement of this building. That's not fair. That tooth was coming out on its own. And uh, right, and he hears the name Thomas, and there's only one person working in HR, and that guy never looks up. So the batshit crazy guy, still in a Santa costume, <laughs> he like, just never looks out. up. Yeah, just he just really doesn't. It's like this dude just walked in the door and is standing there looking at him, and he's like, "Okay, well, I'm talking on the phone, and I got other work to do." So Santa Claus goes on off, and on a complete whim, as far as I could tell from watching this movie, on a complete whim, he hears that there are presents that have been bought from that store that are to be uh, delivered to Thomas. And with that information, he then kills another uh, another worker, jumps in the truck. And then, like, hides himself, and they drive out to Thomas's house. Now, this is, like, Quebec City. There's, I'm going to guess, more than one kid named Thomas. Good uh, pronunciation of Quebec. <laughs> I'm proud of you. But he gets there. He kills the other two people that are there uh, that, are, that were doing the delivery. Like, nobody can stop this guy. Um, and, and, like, then he sneaks into the house, and, and he, uh, he, he, man he kills this kid's dog. With like, which is like the worst part about the entire movie. Probably the most terrible part about it is the guy takes like a cake, uh, like serving, like you know, a little like the it's that I guess it's sharp on both sides or whatever, but it looks like a little spade basically. It's for like scooping the cake up and then setting on a, it's on a pie plate. server. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So he's got that, and he uses that to kill the dog, Poor and then he uses that to like basically like go on a killing spree. Like, Wait, was it like, chocolate cake and he just gave the dog no, chocolate no, cake no, and that no, killed no, the dog? Cause... That would have no, no. He grabs the dog and like stabs it through the neck. Thank you for uh, that. Yeah, it's that was brutal tonight. That was brutal. It was like, oh my god! Like, and so this kid, this little kid with a mullet, just sees this happen and decides he's going to go all John Wick on Santa Claus. <laughs> <laughs> so tonight, this elf burns down the North Pole. <laughs> yeah. right. Anyway, so Thomas. So the whole story revolves around Thomas trying to keep himself and his grandpa safe. Was this Most before of... or after Home Alone? I just have to ask. 
I I can't remember. I think this is before Home Alone, but it is. Wow. It's really weird. The kid has traps set up in the house that they established Fuck that me. early Come on. on. Home Alone just he's got these guys off. <laughs> he's got like he's got like his like toy guns he's using and toy knives and all sorts of stuff. Uh he buries which is the really like dramatic scene is he goes in his basement where it's like or like this crawl space and he buries the dog in the crawl space and he takes out his ninja sword and he takes out his like combat knife, like his Rambo combat knife, and he makes a cross and he puts it on the It's <laughs> a like, single mom, right? Uh, yeah, it's a single mom, exactly. How did you how could you tell? <laughs> you need two parents to keep knives out of your kids' hands, right? <laughs> So he's, he's trying to keep his grandpa alive this whole time. The grandpa's helpers are all dead because Santa is just way too efficient with a. I mean, it, really, it's just with a pie. With a sharpened candy cane? <laughs> it's just the pie. It's just the pie server thingy. He just, that's all he uses. And he's just really good with it, apparently. <laughs> so the Santa, training. So the Santa. <laughs> I don't know. So the Santa eventually catches up with Thomas, the kid. And, like. Stab and like and like you think he's gonna stab him. I was like, oh well, fuck, roll the credits. Yeah, this is finally over. But then he's like, tag. Now you have to come and find me while I hide. And the guy was like, Santa goes running off, and I was like, you killed a dog. You killed three people to get here. You killed two servants in the house, and, and you finally five catch foot one Tommy. You can't take out <laughs> Thomas, the, the person you're actually here for. No, 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 it's cool. We're, we're, we're going to go ahead and see. So apparently, like, I guess the writers must have, like, written themselves in a, into a corner. But they ultimately, I, like, like they ultimately, like, basically, it's it's all resolved and, like, the police finally show up. I, you know, the cop gets killed, too. Oh, God, like, everybody, this guy, this Santa is, like, really good. Um, he, but the kid... He worked, he worked in some of the... Some of the... He worked in some of the worst like cafeterias in the world. These malls like that guy's you, dog. You don't get yeah, <laughs> you don't get to be this badass by not by not going to Harlem and working as a mall Santa. Like <laughs> that guy is real badass. So uh, spoilers on this one. Uh, Thomas get Tommy. <laughs> not right, now. Right. Don't do it now. <laughs> Thomas gets hold of a gun. This, this like ten year old kid, he shoots Santa Claus, and uh, and like that's that's like kind of like how they, it, it, it's kind of how they, like they, they wind up killing Santa. I mean, the guy like Santa like later comes out like he's been shot through the gut, and he comes out and he's like saying, I don't even fucking care what he was saying at this point, but he says some sort of like weird like self eulogy and then collapses and dies. And you've got like the, this kid Thomas, whose mom like just now runs in the door and is like, "Oh my goodness, my boy, my boy!" And I'm like, "It is Christmas Eve, lady. Why are you at why work all the time? Why were you still in HR? You you own the motherfucking shop. You own that place. You do not have to be there. My God." Like, She's a very a, very dedicated shop owner. She's a terrible mother. Everybody was like, there was it was yeah. Basically, it was like so. I guess the kill count really was like Santa Claus was like. I think like uh, I think I counted up like seven kills, something like that, or eight kills, and like Thomas had one, uh, you know, which isn't bad, all things considered. You only have one antagonist, but in the movie, is just... <laughs> it would be worse if you'd been like, yeah, Thomas is like forty three, but there's only one antagonist in the movie, so yeah. the rest were just collateral damage. But that Santa <laughs> got what he ca- got, that's, got what was coming. That was, that's, what I, that's what I still don't get. I'm like, Santa shows up, he's a nut job. He sneaks into this car after he slices somebody's throat. He jumps in the car. He jumps in the van. They deliver the presents. He jumps out of the presents and, like, kills the two workers who are supposed to deliver the presents. He then sneaks into the house, kills a dog, kills the servants, kills a cop. And all this time, it's like he, the, 
He's using a fucking pie cutter. Like, I mean, like, like John Wick with a pencil. Just, 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 just freaking killing everybody. All I'm saying is that I, this, if this was the 80s, then uh, I think was the CIA that? was still running uh, Black Ox. Black ops. Black ops. <laughs> you trying to say black cocks? <laughs> trying to say black ops? I just, I think, I think the CIA was running black cocks. Whoopsies. Freudian slip. What's on my, uh, what's on my uh, computer screen right now? Is it pornography? Is it uh, black hawk down? I don't. I yeah. could be anything. What did I say? Black you were, ops. You were, you were talking something about the CIA and, uh, and uh, penises. <laughs> Standard discourse for I'm, this house. I'm not. I'm not racist. What? What are you guys talking about? <laughs> so anyway, you were. What were you saying about the? What was, so what? You think the CIA is going to go and recruit this kid Thomas or the? No, or the no, the guy that can kill thirty people with a pie server. <laughs> no, the guy is awesome. Like it's amazing. Like the whole movie. I'm like, this guy is really. Were good. they trying to just do like a James Bond kind of a movie? Because <laughs> disguising himself as Santa. That's genius. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the worst part is at one point I'm, I'm cheering for him. I'm like, here we go. He finally got the kid. Roll credits. They tried He's to like, get Sean Connery playing, for this, didn't they? Yeah, we're playing hide and seek, you know. Yeah, it's just, I'm Santa Claus. <laughs> I'm Santa Claus. Mrs. Claus no, will give me my hot chocolate. This movie, yeah, like I said, the, the title alone, and it was like, I was like, Deadly Games. Okay, this sounds kind of neat. It's got some sort of weird thing with a kid in the foreground and some stuff about Santa. I'm like, awesome. Click on that, and it's like, a.k.a. dial code Santa. It was like, oh, oh, wow! Mark just of a good movie, man. Mark of a good just, movie. Just yeah, and it, it's uh, it's French. It's French. I believe it's French Canadian. Um, the only evidence I have about that is that I want to believe it was in Canada. And Somebody kissed on screen and it bummed you out. <laughs> I don't know. It's it was. I mean, there there's a lot of like, like like the mother who's talking about her son Thomas, and she's like, oh, he's such a genius. At one point in time, Thomas is, like, fixing up this old car, and the whole point of it, like, he does say the whole point of him fixing up the car is so his mom doesn't, doesn't carpool with this one guy and get into a relationship with him. So <laughs> he's, got some, he's got some minor issues. Um, but it was, it was yeah, it is, it is, his grandpa was totally worthless. That, that guy was like, it's like, oh, old guy in pajamas. Oh, let's have him wander around set for... 90 minutes. It was just somebody, it was just the director's grandfather who literally just wanted a set of pajamas. I, like, well, I, I, I guess we put him in the movie, right? I, I mean, he won't leave. Well, they, they were like seriously inconsiderate or uh, inconsistent about this too, which was like the grandpa that started the movie like can't see, like he's trying to eat his food in the morning for breakfast and he can't even like find the cup of orange juice because his eyes are so bad. Um, and then, like, but then, like, later in the movie, uh, he he's like throwing shit like really accurately over to his his uh, you know his his grandson Thomas, or he's maneuvering himself quite well. And then in other parts of the movie, he can't you know he can't find his ass from his elbow, and he's staggering around everywhere, and he can't even tell who Santa Claus is when he's looking at Santa. It's like there's a red blob there, and there's a dark blob with Kool-Aid? a bullet over here. <laughs> yeah, like is he has the Kool Aid gun? <laughs> I don't know how to say that in French, but. Uh... Yeah, one of our listeners is going to have to tell Mon us about Dieu. that. <laughs> Mon Dieu. Mon Dieu. Yeah, so so the inconsistency with the grandfather's like sight was another thing that they they just whoever. Okay, I'm not going to get too critical on a on a director slash producer slash scriptwriter who made this movie and they weren't consistent. I'm not going to get with a Santa Claus who's just honestly just so efficient. 
really efficient. Great, I, great, more, great job, Killer Santa. Great so like, job. Yeah, it was well. That was the, my my main problem was a bunch of people got. I was going to complain that a bunch of people get killed off screen, and I was really annoyed by that. But then at the same time, if you really kind of put it into perspective, like we are, I mean, he he was doing really good work. <laughs> I mean, like like really that level of efficiency. I'm proud of him. Anyway, so uh, that's Deadly Games. Uh, don't watch it. Uh, wa- don't watch that. Don't See, watch the movie. I don't know. Movie. You sold that really well. Like, <laughs> I feel like I need to watch this movie. Tiki is incredibly charming when it comes to not talking to women. <laughs> <laughs> I would, I would, I would recommend you put on something, uh, another Christmas movie like Die Hard or <sighs> see the American adaptation, which was just called Home Alone. <laughs> Yeah, don't no, forget to write a letter to Macaulay Culkin saying you stole this idea, you little piece of shit. So I think this was made in '89. I think it was actually there were some other people who were commenting in the on the on, in the IMDb area, but the thing was it was made in another country and then released in America later. So we uh, we kind of have geez. that thing. There's also a delay in terms of when they when these movies will oftentimes arrive here in the states yeah yeah um it's like you know when you find out that like you know there's all these badass movies coming out of thailand and, and china and you're like when did you guys make all of these and they're like like 10 years ago dude no we just like <laughs> we, we have customs you know the the bad canadian movies have to go through well customs. there's also there's, there's also the idea out. that i have my personal feeling is that hollywood is like basically trying to delay these movies from coming over here because they're like that's a really good idea we should just <laughs> you just like steal totally it. steal that <laughs> that's awesome <laughs> So, yes, that's Deadly Games. Go watch uh, something better for Christmas. Anything at all. I don't care. Anything at all. I don't know. Just not this movie. Uh, (laughs) Go watch. Go. You know what? Go watch Black Christmas. It's a. It's a. We're not launching into another uh, movie. (laughs) No, I'm just describing it. Canadian as well. Slasher has uh, what's her name who played Lois Lane in it. So. Talia Shire. Classic. No, huh? No, uh, Lo- the original Lois Lane. Yeah, Talia Shire. No, that wasn't her. Margot Kidder. Oh, that's right. It was Margot Kidder. Who the yeah. fuck is Talia Shire? I don't know. <laughs> you, s- you know, you know most things. What the hell, dude? <laughs> Why would if I, I have that? esoteric knowledge that I want <laughs> stuff on, you're the one like, that I go to. Not even an actress. That. It's not even like that. Margot Kidder, Talia Shire. It's the, basically the same person. <laughs> no, they're not. Margot Kidder had a ma- massive problem with drugs and alcohol. So and did Talia Shire. Same like person. <laughs> you don't even know. Oh God. Okay. Well. Well, that's uh, that's our that's our review this week, folks. Um, thanks for thanks for sticking around through the whole the whole thing, and it's a it's a dial code for Santa Claus. I just I I can't wait to find the one fan of yours and make them a T-shirt with your face on it. Why would you do that? That doesn't sound like a smart idea. No one would buy those. For them, for that oh, one yeah. person, they'll pay 300 bucks for it. Are you kidding me? <laughs> we got to fund this uh, this podcast somehow. We we have AV equipment my, needs, my friends. This is my, my, when I get my cult up and running, then those shirts would probably sell really well. Hell yeah, they would. I mean, they'll be mandatory, so. Yeah. Have to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's fair. $25, and uh, you have to wear the shirt. <laughs> and you wear the shirt. Everywhere. <laughs> and we're not going to try and make you do anything you don't want to do, but we do need your social media account password and your bank account number and password. Also wear this accommodator. Also, also wear this cool shirt. No, right? no, you don't get the accommodator until you're a level three. <laughs>
Not until you're at the Archbishop Proctologist Urologist uh, level. <laughs> that's, that's unicorn. Awesome. That's unicorn status. <laughs> that's unicorn status right there. All right, everybody. I think that's a podcast. Like every episode of the Save versus Poison podcast, we'd like to finish off by shouting out to the mutual support groups that we hope you turn to in your time of need. Alcoholics Anonymous, AA.org, 212-870-3400. Moderation Management, Moderation.org, 212-871-0974. Secular AA, SOSSobriety.org, 323-693-1633. Smart Recovery, SmartRecovery.org, 440-951-5357. And Women for Sobriety, WomenForSobriety.org, 215-536-8026. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share. Find us on Twitter. Find us on Facebook. Find us on Twitch. The Twitter is uh, at versus underscore save. Facebook is Save versus Poison Podcast. And Twitch is twitch.tv backslash SVP podcast. I'm Will. I'm Tiki. I'm Steve. And we are wishing you all warm, creamy regards. Good night, everybody. Thank you.